Once legislative leaders publicly announced their support, and this started beginning late last year, we remained cautiously optimistic that expansion would come to North Carolina. We just weren't sure when. It's happening. It is finally happening, ladies and gentlemen. North Carolina has announced that on December 1st of 2023, Medicaid expansion would become a reality for more than 600,000 North Carolinians with access to healthcare services. We're celebrating today with Abby Emanuelson, the Executive Director of Care for Carolina, a coalition of nearly 200 organizations across the state striving forth to have the promises of Medicaid expansion realized for all residents. She's here today to describe Care for Carolina's role in the legislative process, implementation, and their future role with enrollment. And a little disclaimer for the episode today, I'm still working on my microphone situation, so the sound quality is not ideal. As we begin this journey, it takes a little testing here and there, but we'll get there soon. Thank you so much for listening. And without further ado, I am your host, Liz Haight, and this is The Adramatist Way. Welcome. Thank you for coming aboard, Abby. I really appreciate you spending this morning with me. We're going to talk about Medicaid expansion in North Carolina. Medicaid expansion is the primary focus for Care for Carolina. Can you walk through the organization's involvement through the legislative process to advocate for this expansion? Thank you so much for having me. Medicaid expansion has and is Care for Carolina's only focus. It's why organizations came together eight years ago to have a voice at the North Carolina General Assembly that would solely focus on closing the health insurance coverage gap. With strong opposition by Republican legislative leaders, we went about building community support of local leaders county by county to share the number of people in the health insurance coverage gap working the cost of the marketplace plans in rural communities and how much economic activity would come to the county if we expanded as a state. And once we started gaining local support, we started sharing those data points with their constituent support with member and their constituent support with members of the legislature. Medicaid expansion House and Senate champions emerged and kept taking this issue to their leadership. And then once the American Rescue Plan set aside funding for non-expansion states, Medicaid expansion advocates like Care for Carolina added had additional leverage to push for expansion. And so once legislative leaders publicly announced their support, and this started beginning late last year, we remained cautiously optimistic that expansion would come to North Carolina. We just weren't sure when. And it's taking a really, really long time to get this into effect, right? It's been one of those things where you're like, okay, we're going to wait. Okay, it's going to happen. And then the delay and the delay and delay. So now that it's been approved in North Carolina, what impact do you expect the expansion to have for people who now have coverage? I am so thrilled that we have this and are moving forward with it. More Medicaid expansion, you're exactly right. It's been a long time coming. And in fact, it became law in March of 2023. But however, there was a trigger clause that the state budget had to pass or and have to be enacted either with the governor signing it or becoming law without a signature. Governor, when the budget passed at the end of September, Governor Cooper chose for the budget to become law without his signature. 
and directed North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services to work with the Centers of Medicare and Medicaid Services to get authority to go to set a go live date. And we're excited that that go live date now is December 1st. So we think that with so many North Carolinians that have had Medicaid during the public health emergency, we know that about 300,000 are now eligible for North Carolina's expanded Medicaid. State and advocates have been urging these individuals to stay enrolled, even if it's for a temporary benefit, as is how just make sure that they stay registered in the system and they and all of their information is updated so that they can be the first ones to be enrolled in expanded Medicaid. First and foremost, for those that have had Medicaid, this hopefully means that they will continue with their medical providers for primary care. And then for the new enrollees that will seek care from a primary care physician or provider and rather than an emergency room. And we've learned from other expansion states that so many improvements in health outcomes will come because of Medicaid expansion. Cancer survival, better management of heart disease and diabetes, staving off diabetic amputations and costly stroke rehab. There's so many good health outcomes that are going to happen for so many Americans that live in North Carolina. One thing that I am not 100% familiar with because, you know, we've been having these delays, so I I'm, I'm not wholly familiar. How long do you think the process will be to have it to where everybody, you know, when, besides the people that have already been enrolled or they just continue their enrollment, how long does it typically take for people that are going to be coming aboard? Like, how long do you foresee the state being able to get this to where people have their coverage and that it's in effect? So um, for those that are on the family planning plan right now in North Carolina, we they the state is estimating about 300,000 will have coverage on the first day. There will be some individuals that start applying on the first day, or they could apply now, but we really think that they, they have an opportunity to really go ahead and get applied. And then we've heard that it takes up to 45 days to get to get coverage to get coverage but we are also learning that it could be it's retro to the date that you apply so it's a really aggressive plan that the state has for outreach and we hoped and care for caroline to be a big partner in that group that, that's, that's amazing that you guys are being able to help and provide all the information everybody needs to actually be enrolled know what to do how to do it that's really really great I did cut you off what were you going to say no no, no I'm good I'm good okay <laughs> Medicaid expansion has the potential benefit to benefit hundreds of thousands of people in North Carolina how does care for Carolina plan to ensure that eligible people people do know about the expansion and how to enroll so all the things we just said, how is Care for Carolina going to help? <laughs> well, we're, I mean, I'm really excited about this role with that we're going to be able to play in, in the enrollment process. We have just had so many active stakeholder groups committed to the success of Medicaid expansion. We've been just so many North Carolinians, the foundations, the philanthropic groups, our stakeholders have just really kept this moving and have allowed us to have some funding to keep us through going through next year so we can be actively involved in the enrollment process. We have already committed to our funders and our stakeholders and even to the North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services to play a support role in implementation efforts. We're going to, as Care for Carolina, be a part of the public awareness campaign, ensuring that trusted community voices are 
encouraged to get involved into the coverage and get people covered. We'll be leveraging our media expertise to share the stories of farmers and fishermen and firefighters, as well as the construction worker and childcare provider and nursing assistants getting enrolled and getting the healthcare that they have been waiting for. And then we've also partnered with the North Carolina Community Health Workers Association and other community-based organizations to support outreach and enrollment events in our communities. We hope that some deep dives in the communities will help get people more engaged and and aware of that this is coming to them. And as I mentioned before, all there's so many individuals that think they that they may have qualified for benefits in December are encouraged to register with ePass and that's the it's epass.nc.gov and if you can set up an account there now you may qualify for benefits and and then once expansion begins, you may be ready to start your own enrollment process. And and then again, if you prefer to talk to someone, this is a little bit overwhelming. You can visit your county social services department or reach out to a navigator in a community-based organization like Community Health Clinic. That's a good place to, um, to get information. And we believe that and have heard that there's a lot of information coming out from the North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services as early as today about getting new information out there. Further down the process, we hope that North Carolina will be determination state. And that means that once people, in addition to EPASS, they can go on to healthcare.gov and learn whether or not they are eligible for Medicaid expansion. And so this should start later in the enrollment process, but it'll be a good key way for people to easily or more easily get enrolled in Medicaid. Looking forward, what do you envision for Carolina's role will be during the enrollment phase of Medicaid expansion? Well, we have estimates of the number of individuals in each county that are eligible for expanded Medicaid. So with the resources that I previously shared, a statewide network, media campaigns, community health workers, community-based organizations, we hope to have the flexibility to target communities that should have higher enrollment rates, but are not getting them. And so with media, um, we really want to engage in those efforts to to target them and just to make sure that they have the resources to get the word out. One of the things that we're also watching for is the metrics to start to begin in addition to the enrollment metrics, but there's also pieces of health outcomes that we hope to amplify with successes with the experiences of North Carolinians that have gained healthcare and are now getting treated for as I mentioned, diabetes or high blood pressure are getting the mental health or substance use treatments that they have been delayed. So we're going to, that's going to be tracked. Those were kind of, those were resources that were really beneficial in us telling the story from former expansion states. So we hope that we can use those as well to help share the success of North Carolina. And then with C4C's focus on business and economic development, we really also want to talk about North Carolina and having a healthier workforce. A previously, and that could be like a previously uninsured restaurant worker that now is only out for a shift or two because they had got an antibiotic or that home health aide that's been like caring for that veteran has gotten treatment for her chronic illness and stabilized so that now that they can work five days a week instead of three. These are key things that we also want to share and share the stories of and the metrics for 
ticket expansion pop more popular so that people really know it's helping North Carolinians. And sharing sharing personal stories generally, I mean, storytelling is the way to drive people for meaningful change, for people to understand where there's benefits and downfalls to things in our system and when something great happens and how it benefits people sharing these stories is actually very impactful. I love storytelling. I love being able to share people's stories because you you actually can connect with them. There's that personalization there. And I think that's very impactful. Are you guys going to be doing, is it going to be like a, like a video series or is it just going to be stories that you put out as like a post or something? Well, I think it might be a compilation. As we kind of get deeper into it, we'll decide what we have the resources to, to do. You know, everybody has such a great story to share. I, I find people like you so interesting and, and just, and that curiosity is really what dives me deeper into the community so that we can get more people to the, the connections that help get them to the treatment that they need. Doing the good human thing. So with that, how can people like me, you know, little individuals and communities get involved or support Care for Carolina's mission to expand healthcare access in North Carolina? Well, thank you for that question. It's um, We would just love for more people and organizations involved to be involved in our stakeholder network. During the expansion debate, we focus more on rural conservative areas, but Medicaid expansion is going to help everyone in the state. And so our network needs to reflect that. So we are digging deeper into urban areas as well. but And then there's a couple of rural areas we missed too. So we're heavily reaching out in those communities. So whether you're a business or a nonprofit leader, medical provider, and or, you know, or an industry that's really been working on other social determinants of health, whether it's the housing or food issues, we will we welcome you, and we would love for you to share what you are doing and leveraging in your community network, so that we have that we've already identified. But we just think that it's just key that we all increase our knowledge of this, so that it can be helpful. And Care for Carolina hopes to play a role in that awareness building. And the, there's lots of ways to join. You can email me. You can visit our Care for Carolina. And that's the number four, not F-O-R, but the, so the actual numeration of it, careforcarolina.com and act now, or you can email me, as I mentioned. And we have a lot of information that we're working with and, and leveraging among our partners and the Department of Health and Human Services. So I really do think that if you want a presentation or want some materials, we can help you get them. So just let us know what you need and we'd love to hear from you. I'm going to include all of those things. That way everybody has access easily to the episode. So there's going to be a lot of resources with this whole thing. So I know it's a lot. About it. It's a lot, but be excited. Yes. <laughs> so in the grand scope of the healthcare industry and the challenges that it faces, um, what's one piece of advice or a call to action you'd like to leave our listeners with? How can each of us, regardless of our role, background, contribute to meaningful change in healthcare without being deterred by the obstacles ahead? Well, this may not answer your question directly, but certainly what came to mind is thinking about obstacles is that North Carolina is the 40th state to expand and there are 10 more holdout states. And those state leaders are saying some of the same things that ours did on why they haven't expanded yet. It took people being brave and vulnerable to share their story of themselves or their parent or an adult child facing health struggles that by chance or luck, I haven't 
experienced or faced yet. But it also took political leaders listening to these individuals, making their expansion happen so, so that we could have expansion here. And so instead of being an obstacle, I hope that the way North Carolina got to Medicaid expansion, how we implement the program and how we begin enrollment on December 1st is really gives those states, those non-expansion states and, and health advocates, because we could not have done this without health advocates across the state, the country actually, have the fortitude to get into those communities and overcome the obstacles that are currently ahead of them. So I hope that we really are a bright light for some so many states that really know that Medicaid expansion is going to benefit them if they can just get it implemented in their states. Yeah, 10 states left. The entire country will be ready. Yes. It'll take to get there. Who knows? Because North Carolina finally got it implemented. I mean, we should be a shining example that it can happen. I hope so. I'm glad we have a date. I'm glad now we have finally have a date. It was going to, wasn't it? It wasn't September 1st and then it got pushed to October and then. It was, yes, October 1st. And it was all dependent upon when the budget, it was um, passed. So, but we, but the, the state has been working towards this. HHS has been working for, towards this for such a long time in advance that, you know, we'll be one of the fastest turnaround states and probably, and I'm, and I'm confident one of the best states that were able to put this together because so many great people have been involved. A lot of great people involved, stakeholders, everybody. So it was mm-hmm. fantastic. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited because we were, once when the news came out, we were like, yay. <laughs> so every, it's it's exciting. It's wonderful. Uh, I'm ready to see what happens next. Yes, y'all have been such key. I mean, we've had a lot of great support. Really, and Michelle was one of those folks that were really helping us kind of like, okay, y'all, let's get it together. Yeah, she she does that for a lot of people. So yes, <laughs> she, she has a tendency to be like, all right, let's do this. I'm looking forward to see what happens next, next year's chapter. Let's see where, where it goes. Definitely keep everyone updated. No, if no one does currently follow um, Care for Carolina. Do you guys, uh, for your stakeholder meetings you hold every month, is that just like anybody can come along? Is that easily findable? Yes. Okay. yes. I mean, we if you just join, we add you. To the stakeholder list so that you can get the emails and the reminders about the call. Cool beans. Well, thank you, Abby. I really appreciate you coming on today and speaking with me. And we're looking forward to the future. Well, I am too. Thank you so much. Like many organizations in North Carolina, Adrolentis is working to push out the awareness about Medicaid eligibility, how to apply, and help applicants find resources. We celebrate this important and long-sought milestone with all stakeholders and hope that one day Medicaid expansion will become reality countrywide. This episode of Adramatus Way is brought to you by Adramatus, a boutique consulting firm with the imperative mission of creating healthier, more resilient, and more equitable communities. For more information about who we are, please visit adramatusconsulting.com. Thank you again to our guests and our listeners for joining us on the Adramatus Way. We'll see you next time.